This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to Be Nation pop experience. Welcome to episode seven of Play While You Listen. I'm, you know, after six, if you get to 10 with podcasts, we're great. I'm almost there. For my guest for this episode is one that if you listen to me on the no-so feed or the wrestling feed, he's usually my partner in crime. He's my pod father, and that is Sean Kidd. Sean, how are you doing uh, this I, evening? I, I'm good. I don't know how I feel about the pod father reference, but I guess I'll take it. Um, yeah, uh, interesting uh, ask for me tonight. Um because I know you're much into the video games. I am one of the olds, like Andy was on your pod. And so I guess I'm going to just continue that tradition of the old and probably talk about some video games that, I don't know, maybe you've never heard of or maybe you have. I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a big video game nerd. Like, uh, yeah, as I've said, I've so been playing. So was I up to a point, so that's what's interesting for me. Uh, until you started getting uh, Poonanny and well, it stopped for you. Kids, and kids. I mean, even, listen. Even uh, even after I had kids, I played up to – you want to know, honestly, when I really quit – I mean, I know we're going to jump ahead. But you know when I really quit, like, doing it, like, like full on? Is, oh, go uh, ahead. Yeah, it was uh, it was when – what was that? Um, WWE 12 or whatever when CM Punk was on the cover? Yes. That was the last time I was full on playing video games, like, almost on a daily basis. So you do the math on that one. Well, I mean, that's, that's you know, 11, 12 years ago now, so that's completely understandable. And I used to – I was one of those people that bought those video game releases on the yearly basis. And I think the last one I got was with Sting on it because I finally could play him instead of having to create him in the video games. Well, Sting, well, Sting would have killed me on that territory. Sting sucks. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> got to stay on brand. <laughs> now you're just being mean. Um, you know, as – you know, we jokingly said that, you know, you and Andy are the olds here, but – you know, I remember during COVID, you said how you brought you bought out the N64 and was beating your kid's ass and uh, no mercy. I did. So, so it's kind of like, you know, hey, you know, all things during COVID, you know, it was kind of a nostalgia run. Right. So, I mean, you and I did a pot on fucking Battlestar Galactica, for Christ's sake. Uh, yes. But it was just kind of like, hey, let's break out, you know, COVID. Every, everything sucks. Life sucks. You know, bring out the things that brought you joy and. The old N64 brought me a lot of joy, and uh, kicking my kid's ass at No Mercy was also fun. It was like riding a bike, man. You never forget it. So it was really cool. Now it's still sitting on the shelf, and I haven't played it in a while. But, yeah, probably, you know, I know we're going to go through my top five games and all that at some point. But probably my all-time favorite wrestling game, at least, would be No Mercy. So. And, and uh, Sean didn't even hook the N6, his N64 up to, like, one of the newer TV. He straight up went, like – Mid 2000s. It's one of those box TVs that he had it hooked up with. Okay, that, is like, not, that is, that is, are you serious? I did not. <laughs> I thought you did. I think I did it first because I didn't know. <laughs> I did it first because I didn't know how to hook it up to one of the new TVs because uh, I was in a stupid. Um, but I finally figured out how to connect it to like one of the regular TVs now because it has the old school wires, like the yeah. three wire prongs. You got to stick it into this output input and, um, it was a lot easier to do on the old school TVs, but I did finally figure out how to do it on, you know, today's TV. I my, 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 my apologies. I was no, don't apologies. Like, you were right about the first one, though. I can't yeah, I was like, Sean went full retro with that. Um, I totally 100% did. So, you know, we, as we mentioned, like, you've been playing video games a long time. What is <laughs> your first memory with video games? Fuck, do I really have to answer this? Um, yeah. 
Honestly, and I know I joked about it in our pods, literally in television and the whole fucking Pong game. Literally. Okay. In my grandparents' basement, uh, my uncle got it in television, and that is literally the first game I ever played was Pong. Straight up Pong. So you're an you're an OG gamer. That's all I'm hearing is like you're an OG gamer. Oh, like. yeah, listen, when I was younger, it was OG in television. Uh, then I went into, you know, obviously Atari, Atari 2600. Then you had ColecoVision. Like I ran the whole fucking gamut all the way through N64. So, I mean, that's a pretty impressive gamut. Did, did you ever like uh, have a Game Boy or anything? No, listen, I never did Game Boy. No, I had electronic football. On my freaking little, I never had Game Boy. I had electronic football, but never. And Sean hates football and sports. Uh, but uh, I did. But I, I did. There was a time I did, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, recent age, marriage, kids, and all that kind of takes away those things that you once enjoyed, and you don't really have the time to do it, so you don't try to invest in it anymore. It was, it was either wrestling, sports, or video games, yes. and I chose wrestling. video games got got the axe. Yeah, I chose wrestling. Listen, I enjoy wrestling. It's still my comfort food, man. So I chose wrestling. Speaking of comfort foods, do you, do you have a comfort game? Um, well, do you want to talk about that, or you want to talk about like my favorite, like the top five? Like, what? Do, how do you want to go about this? Because my comfort you, game is is part of my top five. Let's hit the top five, and when we hit that top five, you know, you okay. can tell me which one's your comfort game. You're the guest here. Like, we, we cruise where you where you want to go, right. buddy. So let's start. Okay, so my first favorite game ever. Um, goes back to Atari and I probably what 83 or 84. That's the original pitfall. And the reason why I like pitfall was it was very Indiana Jonas. You had to walk on alligators. You had to jump on alligators. You had to go against, you know, you had to rope over tar pits. You had to fall into the freaking pits with freaking scorpions. And yes, it was terrible, very pixelish, you know, square heads and really bad, like, you know, sound. But as a kid who was like eight or nine, I mean, that was the end-all, be-all. That fucking game, Pitfall, was awesome. So that would be probably my first favorite. Um, then we'll go over to – let me think through this. So as we moved on and we evolved, I will go to Atari, and I'm going to jump right to – I'm trying to think what came first. Um, GameCube. I'm going to jump to GameCube. How's that? Okay. okay. No, that's fine. So really, really – I don't know. Did you ever play GameCube, Scott? Yes, uh, come on. I was. Oh, I don't I, listen. I, don't, I can't remember how old you are. You know. I never. I never I don't had one. When but when you were a fetus and when you started playing video games, I don't remember uh, this. Uh, thank you. I did not have a game GameCube, but I had friends that had a GameCube, and I actually played the Pitfall game. And you said it's like Indiana Jones. It's a hundred percent like Indiana. But not Jones. the Atari one. Not the Atari version. The Atari version is very. You move screen to screen. Like it's like. Yeah, nice, it's a two D scroller. Yeah, you never played on. I mean, you play with a joystick and a button. I mean, realistically, it's not. Now, later versions of it absolutely evolved, but I'm still going with the OG for me on that one. Um, all right, GameCube. Did you ever play the Spider-Man game that came out when the Spider-Man movie came out on GameCube? Um, I played it for PlayStation, and it had the most frustrating level of my life, Sean, where you have to take pictures, like. You're obviously Spider-Man and Peter Parker, but like you put a camera up and you're supposed to take pictures to earn money. Yes, yes, yes. Sean, that is the most frustrating level of my life. Okay. It was a very frustrating game, but what I will tell you is there was – and you know I'm a big comic nerd too, right? So for of me, course. what went out was comics and 
wrestling over everything else. But I really, really enjoyed the swinging through New York and the whole like it was just so fucking cool at the time. Right. Um, and the graphics were cool. And so I, I really enjoyed the Spider-Man Game Boy. So that was always one I enjoyed playing. So um, that was my Game Boy. And I liked the wrestling games on there, too. Day of Reckoning was pretty badass on there. Um, I don't know. Did you ever play any of the Day of Reckoning games on there? Uh, no, I, I I used to subscribe to a video game uh, magazine. And I remember how bad they would they said how bad Day of Reckoning was because you had to like fight your way through a construction zone. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some things with it, but that's why it doesn't fall under my favorites. Um, yeah. So so we got Pitfall. Then uh, we got uh, we got uh, the Spider-Man game. So now I'm going to jump to Xbox. Um, so that gives me three. So Bomberman. Uh, listen, my friends and I used to play Bomberman all the time. Not Xbox. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to N64. Um, Bomberman on N64 was great. And, of course, that came out on Xbox. That was one of my favorites on Xbox, too. So uh, I would definitely go with Bomberman. And running around and killing people is pretty king shit stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. So I like blowing people up. Um, and I do know you have something later on in this pod about Bomberman that I will actually want to talk to you about to see. Anyway, I'll talk to you about that when we get to that part of the pod. Um, so that one, and then so that was on N64, um, GoldenEye. GoldenEye might be up there as my all-time favorite game. And I wasn't a big Bond movie guy, but what was cool about GoldenEye is, in N64, is literally you play four players, and you run around, and you, you can either play like the solo mode where you're going around and doing all this shit that you have to do to kind of complete your mission – but the freaking multiplayer on that was awesome because you're running through facilities and caves and you're just literally running around collecting guns and literally shooting people in the head. And when you shoot people in the head, you literally take the air out of them and you literally see the blood, the blood holes on them. And I thought that was pretty badass. Were you a screen peeker, Sean? What does that mean? When you're looking at the other person's screen. Oh, oh 1,000 percent. Okay. So I was a screen peeker and I would watch and see where they are and I would meticulously sniper them without them knowing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in love with that game and I could play that game. Like we would God man, I must have spent I almost feels like I spent half my life playing that game. Um literally I would come home from work and we would play that game for like eight straight hours. And then so, you have to go to sleep for four and then go back to work. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so those three uh, you know, there's other games on N64. I like Shadow of the Empire, the Star Wars game. I thought was pretty badass. Um, but I can't. Again, there's just so many I like. There was also, um, you know, I like the uh, WrestleMania, the uh, WrestleMania game. Uh, you know, what's cool about the original WrestleMania game on that was you could create your own titles, and so we would just create these stupid ass titles and we would wrestle for them. Um, so that was another good one. But I think the end-all, be-all wrestling game is N64, and you want to talk about my comfort game, N64, not N64, No Mercy. Um, no Mercy was definitely my comfort game. Like, I always had a strategy. That was another game we would all play for hours at a time. I'd get off work. I'd come home and play it. But you could create your own wrestlers, and I always <laughs> I always wrestled as Scott Steiner. Oh, I created, so, yeah, I, you, yeah. Yeah, I created Big Papa Pump. So my strategy was all, we would always do these multi-mans, and you would always have your titles on the line, and we would defend our titles all the time. And my strategy was very annoying because I would, like like I was that typical guy. It's kind of like a golden eye where you would like screen snipe. But on but on no mercy, what I would do is I would run outside the ring all the time while they're tying up, and then I would run back in and hit him with a Steiner line, and then belly to belly him, and I would win probably 80% of my matches because they were pissed off because I kept running around the ring so they couldn't catch me. Um, you are I, the most you are annoying to play with. I was, but listen, I was I wasn't. I, we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of good times. And listen, I was back in a day where 
you would smoke a pack of cigarettes and drink a case of beer and you would play some N64. So, Hey, uh, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. I, I know you're out of the gaming now, but I know your, uh, your kids have, have, uh, the systems and your wife actually plays. Uh, yes. if you're interested in a Spider-Man game where you can go through New York, I would suggest checking out the Spider-Man, um, game for PlayStation uh, four and five, which okay. it's very good. Like, it's a lot of fun. The sequel's actually coming out in October, which I am excited for. It comes out on a Friday. I'll be playing it for like six or seven hours straight when I get off of work. I will check that out. But hey, the other thing, the Xbox one that I really Arkham Asylum, the Batman games on Xbox are pretty fucking great, too. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy those games quite a bit. And actually, it wasn't that long ago that I played them. I mean, I think I played those maybe a couple years ago. So it was kind of like learning through my kid what games were there and playing them. And I got into them for a while and then time got a hold of me and I didn't go back to them. But, um, and then obviously you said my wife and kids, my wife right now, currently as we speak is upstairs playing, I don't know, whatever game, probably the third game of Zelda or whatever. It wasn't the new one. She already beat that one, but she's on another one. And she also beat the new Harry Potter game. So she's become actually quite the gamer at this point. She's, you know, my, her and my son play games together all the time now. So I don't know. Maybe I should get back into it because my wife spends more time with my kid now than she does with me because she's become a gamer again, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. She and, likes those whole and, quest uh, games. Like, she likes the quest stuff. It's like she loves that stuff, you know? Yeah, and the Harry Potter game, which I loved, I played the hell out of that, was um, is, is open world, and so is that Spider-Man game I was describing. And the Arkham games are just amazing. Did you play Arkham City, by example, by chance? No, I was – um no, Arkham Asylum was my – like. I mean, I know there's multiple ones, but again, man, they're just so time consuming. And if I like go after one, like I, I just didn't have the time to go after. You know what I mean? I love yeah. those games, but it's just keep the time so fucking time consuming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like it's it's like you uh, got to rob Peter to pay Paul type thing when you're because I've run into this now where it's like I, I want there's wrestling I want to watch. But, you know, there's also comics I want to read, books I want to read. And then it's like, well, I want to play some video games, too. So it's See, like, that's gotta, my fear. If I get back into video games, like. I love reading comics. You know that. I love watching wrestling, and I'll watch wrestling. I love today's wrestling. Like, shit, as we record this, we just came off Labor Day weekend, and I literally fucking watched more wrestling, I think, than I have in years, and I fucking loved it. So it's kind of like, you know, it's just, again, that's my comfort food is wrestling, good, old, old, new. It doesn't matter. I just enjoy watching it. Yeah, well, maybe uh, with what we're going to talk about coming up with a video game, you might be able to take advantage of uh... – Watching some wrestling and playing some video games. We'll we'll get to that. Absolutely. Um, so you're not. Do you play any mobile games or anything? Maybe while you're using the restroom. That's big with me. So. Uh no no my wife my wife is a big but she plays this Harry Potter game on her mobile phone and some other thing. Um so she's really big on that. But no no nah, man I'm not really big into playing stuff on my listen if I'm on my phone typically I'm on Twitter I'm on Facebook I'm in our messenger uh or I'm doing work shit. You know? Talking to us morons, yes, I, I completely yeah. understand. Or actually, a lot of the time, I watch, <laughs> believe it or not, I watch a lot of YouTube on uh, YouTube on my iPhone, too, with the wrestling stuff. So I'll keep that in mind when you send me a YouTube clip to watch next time. Yeah, um, if I, yeah. if I ever send you a YouTube clip, just remember, Sean might be taking shit. So yeah, just, that's, I'm thinking of a certain YouTube clip you sent me last week. Uh, with uh, <laughs> Wait, which one is that? It was the, uh, the Fabulous Freebirds turn on Mike Graham in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. I probably was thinking of do yeah. It's probably do yep. something. When I said it. Yep. yep. Thanks for that. So, um, you know, Sean, we were talking a little bit how I was like, this month's a very big video game month. You know, in you know WrestleMania season is January 
to first week of April. We've got the summer movie season that, you know, starts in April and runs to August. But what's left on, Sean, is the video game fall. Now, you may have some big releases here and there, but like, you know, as listeners for this podcast, it was pretty barren in, in August besides Madden and Baldur's Gate for the PC. I feel like the summer movie thing was pretty barren for the most part this summer, too, if you want to like do a comparison. Well, mon- money-wise, yes, but Barbie Heimer, I think, made up for the summer. Well, I never saw Barbie Heimer. I think the last when, – when was the last thing I see? It's all – um, well, Guardians of the Galaxy, right, was the big yeah. one that came out, but – what else came out this summer besides the Barbieheimer shit? Uh, Indiana Jones, that bombed. Oh, sadly. yeah, I went and saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I went and saw uh, that. Flash came. Like, saw that. You know, so. Yeah, I, I just, it's interesting. I, I don't know if the, it was a really a barren summer more so than, I just think people are tired of the same repetitive shit. You know what I mean? And I guess that's why Oppenheimer and Barbie probably performed really well versus that other stuff. So. Well, also, they were very good movies compared to those those other ones we described, besides Guardians 3, which was a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah oh. and again, I know it's a video game pod, pod, but I look forward to those coming out on digital, and I'll check them out. So. Yep, actually, Barbie drops, uh, I think, in a couple weeks on digital. Um, yeah, so, you know, as we go through this month, we have so many big releases. Baldur Gate 3 for... The PlayStation. We had Starfield by the time you were already listening. Okay, so I've heard a lot about it's already okay, out. So I've heard a lot about Starfield. Like if I'm on my social media, like TikTok, you know I love my TikToks, right? So it's on there and there's advertising it. So it's one of those things that it's constantly over and over again, like it's this big huge thing. And I was just gonna I was gonna ask you about that one since you know obviously yeah. it is. Well, perfect, because that was one of my thing for the video game news for the month, one of my uh, stories. Uh Bethesda released this game, they just got bought by uh, Mike uh, by Xbox and well Microsoft. So Bethesda but, was a gaming company, I assume. Yeah, Bethesda's a gaming company, but they're Beyond behind Bethesda, like Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, actually, I don't know. Probably, I I thought of that. Um, but they've released like the Fallout games, like the Skyrim games, like nine times out of ten, these games hit Sean, and like they're known for their bugs, but they're eventually patched. But they're also known for how big the games are. Oh, what are the so? Okay, so again, I'm going to age myself because I kind of gave you my timeline of games and when I stopped. So when you talk about Skyrim and that kind of game, what exactly is that type? Like for me, and again, I apologize for those that do play games, but just give me like a short thing on it and what it is. Oh, it's fine. Like, you know, that's why this um, this podcast has existed, to get people who might have lapsed in video games or I have, doesn't know. Totally. But one, so that's but why, of, I was really, why I'm interested to hear what's about some of these games. So, so it's like it's an open world game. But it's set in space, and it has all these produced um, planets, and a bunch of them are completely different from where you go. You can explore as much as you want. Like, you get your quests that you need to do, and, like, you can stick to them if you want, or you can do them and come back. It's just, like, you make all the choices. Like, you can have romantic um, relationships with, like, your companions and like, like full on legit or is it just yeah i don't i mean i don't think they show it but it's like implied Interesting. um you can build your own spaceship in this one which i've seen some of the cool spaceships that people are creating because i've been on their subreddit wow. like they created like a millennium falcon uh uh one from star trek just all, all types of different uh ships and like you get to do what you want and like there's like a funny um like they have like these little joke things too, where you can um, you talk to a ship and it's like I want to talk to you about your your ship's warranty or something, you know, just you know how people call you about your car warranty. 
um, stuff like that. But you can also spec it out with how you want. Like if you want to be a thief, you can like spec your points to like being a thief. Um, and you're like your origin characteristics, it's like you're sending money back to your parents and they're on your ship as well. And like they take 10% off the top of like when you complete a mission or something, you can also create what your character looks like. So like you have all these wild outfits that the options are great. And, uh, but like I said, Bethesda usually hits, hits the mark nine times out of 10 fallout 76 really wasn't the best, but, um, it's just like. It's also their first original like story in 20 plus years because they've just been doing the Skyrim series and the Fallout series. But um, it it came out actually um, September 1st for pre-release and the actual release is 9-6 and people have already put in days in this, uh, Sean. And it's only been out a couple days and it's, it seems like a lot of fun. It's only on the PC or Xbox, one of those um, exclusives not away from not on the PlayStation but like you're like and it's set like hundreds of years in the future. So like Earth's no longer there, but like we colonize Mars and we're just doing all this other stuff. And Sounds very comic booky. It's yeah, those games are a lot of fun, but you can sink so much hours into it and it's always like very terrifying. And yeah, um, I, I mean I guess for me that's kind of what it is. Like like I'm a very simple guy, right? I, I like I like some one of the reasons why I like N sixty four so much is because it's so the, the, the gameplay is super simplistic and easy, right? Like, you know, the control, you can play it, but then you get all these other ones like switch and, you know, I just don't like the gameplay or the, like the feel of the play. And they seem like they take so fucking long to get through. And it's like, I can't commit my freaking ADHD brain to get on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's completely understandable. And also I just looked up Bethesda. It's based in Rockville, Maryland. So you were correct, sir. Ah, look at that. I added some <laughs> kind of value at least. Yeah. So, but yeah, that game uh, looks like a lot of fun. You know, I had spoken on a couple episodes before how I was thinking of buying an Xbox. I haven't bought an Xbox yet. But you don't have an Xbox. No, I just have a PlayStation. Um, I used, oh, wow. I had both at one point, but uh, those things get kind of expensive. So I had to like pick and choose which one I wanted. I went with Sony. I've always loved uh, the controller. Uh, it's, I just had a PS1. I've had all of them, PS1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And actually, Sean, uh, the next thing that I'm going to be getting is like you might find this um, since you have to travel a lot. But it we'll talk about the pros and the negatives of what I'm about to talk about. It's called a PlayStation Portable. It's a re- remote look player. I looked at it and I was very, very perplexing on what it is, like visually. Yeah, it's a remote player for your PS5 console. And it's like, say... Um, you're like me, and your PlayStation 5 is in the living room, and your wife wants to watch TV, and you don't want to be like, well, I've been here six hours straight playing video games. Go watch it somewhere else. I can play. It's this little, you know, looks like a PS5 controller, and it looks like it's a little 8.5-inch screen. I can switch over my game there, as long as I'm connected to Wi-Fi. Wow, that's pretty genius, actually. So Yeah, So, but the problem is, is that it has to be connected to Wi-Fi, so you can connect to, like, where your PlayStation so I'm real interested because, like, you know, you travel a lot for work. I travel some, like, to visit my family. And I'm like, my main goal, spoiler alert, guys, I might have pre-ordered this drunk Friday um, because I saw that it dropped. And my wife's like, you're up to something. And my best friend was like, what's he doing? And it was me putting in my debit card drunk as shit uh, pre-ordering. How, how, much, how much was it? It's $200. Oh, 
Ah, that, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, it comes out November 15th. I will have a full review for the December um, one with this, but it, I, I'm just real interested in it because I want to see how it plays. I want to so see Chef, how it can plays. Can you play a game on Can you start a game on it and then have it, when you get to a TV, play on the TV? On, like, is it, like... Yeah, like, okay. you'll save it or whatever, and it should, like, go um, back and forth, like... You probably won't be able to play both at the same time. You'll have to like choose which one you're going with. But it's like, and it's like this claiming you can play compatible games you have installed on your PS5 console, which I have a two terabyte PS5 uh, hard drive, which I installed manually. So it's, you know, it has an eight inch LCD screen, 60 FPS. Um, my issue is that they're trying to sell their own little headphones, so I'm going to have to buy, like, I'm not buying those headphones because they're oh. probably, like, $100. So I'll be uh, just getting, like, the wired stuff to play. But also, when you want to play the game, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi. And as you travel a lot, Sean, that Internet Wi-Fi, not always the best, but, I mean, it's certainly, certainly something you can try. I'm going to try it uh, when I go to, like, my mother-in-law's house or, like, I'm visiting family well, just to see how it works. in a hotel, I mean, that's the problem is the hotel, like, the way you have to sign on to Wi-Fi in hotels, I don't know if it would work, you know, especially I stay in a lot of hotels, so. Yeah, I was able to finagle my fire stick. Uh, okay. Yeah, through. I do. Well, I have done that. Yeah, I've, yeah. Done, I've, yeah, I've done that. But, you know, like, they they did answer my question as, um, like, can PlayStation Portal Remote Play only be played on home Wi-Fi? It's like. No, it's just like wherever you're connected to Wi-Fi. Um, so it should be interesting to see how it goes with that. I'm, you know, I've, I want to, uh, you know, hopefully this isn't collecting dust for me six months from now. I can see a lot of use from it, not when I'm playing Destiny, but maybe, maybe I finally finish Horizon, or maybe like I want to have like wrestling on in the background and play video games at the same time. I can see me getting a lot of use out of that, if I'm being completely honest. Um, so. You know, it's interesting to see where, where Sony goes with this. I'm, for one, excited for it. Um, I know a lot of people are getting hate on it online, but what do you expect online? All you see is the negativity first and not the positivity. I mean, it, almost, it almost seems like a version of a, a Game Boy, almost, except in a controller. That's yeah, what it, it sounds like. Yeah, it just has to be on Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, I got it. So, I, don't see, I don't see the... I, so I guess the thing is, like, if you're in a car or whatever, it's kind of worthless, right? So it's like... yeah. Yeah, I get it. So that's probably why people are shitting on it because you still have to be connected to a Wi-Fi. I'm sure that's and, and it's not like a switch or something. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm sure they'll come up with something. But you know, with the price tag, you know, because I had read things where it's gonna be like four or five hundred dollars. I was like, fuck that. But two hundred dollars, I was like, I'll give it a shot type deal. Um, I get it. It's not a bad cost. So yeah. But yeah, those were the big video game news for the month. Um, you know, Starfield being released, and we're starting to kick off the video game fall because um, holidays. Yeah, holidays coming up. Like that was like my, you know, my stepmom back in the day. Would be like, what do you want for Christmas? And she would ask like right now, or like to be honest, in August. So like I would be looking at like a Toys R Us thing, or like you know, just I knew how to play the game. My little brother would write the same thing down for my mom and my dad, and they didn't speak, so he would get. Sometimes twice the same thing. I was the same like, way when I was playing. Rookie mistake. That's, that's all that was on. Like, in fact, my wife is the one that bought me. I brought up uh, WWE 12. My wife is the one that bought me all the last games that I played when I quit playing. So mostly for Christmas and shit. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's easy easy gifts. That's like basically all that I want sometimes. So I get it. All right, that's uh, you ready to d- dive into September releases, Sean? Uh, I'll, 
I'll, I'll follow along the best I can, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's going to be a little different for you. Um, but I think this first game, because you have a Switch, it might be able something to, to well, dig into you. There is uh, one game you're going to talk about I am particularly interested in when you get to it. But, okay. Um, yeah. It's called 30XX. This sounds familiar because I already talked about it last month. It was already released for the PC, but it's finally coming to the Switch. It's a game that's inspired by Mega Man. By the time you're listening to this, it's already out. Hey, I know um, Mega Man. Yeah, so that's what I was like, huh, this, this is pretty interesting. The next game is Chance of Sennar, which is already out as well, dropped uh, the day we're recording, and it's for the PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and the PC. A little quip about that is legend says that one day a traveler will unite the people of the tower who are unable to communicate with each other, observe, listen, and decipher ancient language in a fascinating universe inspired by the myth of Babel. This is a puzzle platformer. Those games usually aren't for me, but, you know, the story, if it's cool, like, I might check it out if it ever goes, like, on a sale for a PlayStation Network. Um, so the next game is called Ruin Factory 3 Special. It's uh, It dropped today as well. Bridge the divide of an ancient schism between humans and monsters in Ruin Factory 3. Special is half-human, half-wooly pr- protagonist Micah Farm. I'm not going to lie, a half-human, half-wooly mammoth. Sounds pretty dope to me. Interesting. Um, fight and fall in love as you revisit a classic in a series that perfected the blend of RPG and life sim genres. RPG, role-playing game, life sim genre is like The Sims. So like that seems like an interesting um, combination right there. And uh, to close out the first four that I usually do, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 finally being released for the PS5 uh, September 6th. This is, you know... Basically, Dungeons and Dragons, set in the universe Dungeons and Dragons. I actually have a co-worker who doesn't play video games, loves Dungeons and Dragons, bought this for PC, and is loving it right now. I love Dungeons and Dragons. I used to play it all the time, so that sounds like something I'd be interested in. Yeah, but like that's another one you can have relations with uh, anyone in the game. Well, so. I, I, that would make sense, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like even back, hey, you want to talk about old school? Did you ever play Dragon's Lair? No. Yeah, when, so literally it was a video game in the arcade that it was an animation cartoon, and you literally played the arcade game as an animation cartoon. It was wild as shit. You had to look it up. Dragon's All right, I'll, I'll have to I'll take a look it, at it. It's the fucking craziest thing. You look at it, it's like literally you're like a animated cartoon, and you're playing like it's it's badass. You should check it out. So yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And uh, another game out September sixth. September sixth is a big day. I'm sure people took are taken off this week because I might have taken off weeks to play video games for work. Uh, Starfield, what we what we talked about, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, and, like, you know, they actually do have a story where you, you know, like embark on an epic journey to answer humanity's great mystery. What that is, you'll have to check, check it out. Uh, September 8th, dropping for the Switch and the PC, is called Fae Farm. Escape to the world of Fae Farm and create your own cozy home in the enchanted world of Azria. As you nurture and grow your homestead, you'll get to meet charming characters, foster deep relationships, and discover ways to infuse magic to everything you do. Customize your character, master the arts of crafting, cooking, potion making, and discover so much more. I'm not into these games, it, um, but it's a rich amount of people that are. Um, it, it's just like it's just not for me. But you know, they, they, you know what you want. If you like these games, you're gonna go to them it sounds like the disney mystery adventure the um why am i blanking on the name right now uh stardew valley sounds like something like that 
And then uh, September 8th. Now, Sean, back in the day, this was a this was you know how you played Goldeneye with your friends. This release was a must for me and my friends. We would play it. We we get it in college. Play the hell out of the game. NBA 2K24 comes out on all the systems. Oh, I can see that. Listen, I did like the sport. Listen, I know I don't play sports, but I like I like Madden. I did play some of that. I, I enjoyed those things. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, my best friend was here this past weekend. We played the hell out of 2K that I downloaded for free when they nice. had a month of it for free. So, like, but you know what you get with those games. They've made it more RPG with my player, which I don't agree with, and they're money gouging with different seasons. But that's a podcast. That's a story for another podcast. Um, And then we have uh, September 12th, we have Interra Nights, which um, this seems like it's sitting up just to maybe the incel community with a dating action game where you make the most out of your life during the apocalypse. Monday going you to say, date. Wait, did you say dating action game? That's yes, that's what they said during the apocalypse. Yeah. Holy fuck, that sounds pretty great actually. Yeah. Um. Uh. Monday going to date. Tuesday clear dungeon. Friday freak out. The clock is ticking. This seems like I mean, people you, who I mean, fall in love with. Com- and an, apo- an apocalypse happens. I mean, what do you do with your date? Is yeah. Right? I. I, I mean, no, you feed him to the dragon that you're killing on Tuesday. Um, I didn't find out. <laughs> yeah, and let, let me know what you find out. And uh, September 12th, this is probably the most interesting game I've ever seen. It's called uh, Noir. Play with your food. It's for the PlayStation, PC, and Mac. It's an experimental food art game designed to make you hungry. Free from the constraints of score, time limit, and realism. Noir lets you play with your food with no mess to clean up. The screenshots I saw for this game were literally just like screenshots of food. I don't know what you do with it, but it. I mean, sounds yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was blown away. I was like, I have no idea. Um, at, now I think this is the game that you would enjoy, and let let me know if I'm if I'm uh, correct. Super Bomberman R2. Fuck yes, that that was the one when I saw we were going through. Uh, what you were talking about tonight that really piqued my interest. I love Bomberman so much. Yeah, and like it looks like you can um it completes offline battles where you can play with friends and family. That's also be online my question battles. is, hey, you know, there's a lot of us that do game and if I were going to jump back in a game and play with like our crew, it would be this one because I'd want to blow you motherfuckers up and I think that'd be a lot of fun for you guys to blow my old ass up. Yeah, and you just have a little, you know, Skype chat or whatever. But um, it might be a game we have to look at when it goes on sale in, in three or four months. You know uh, what's cool about that game is you can collect different bombs. You can kick them. You can throw them. You can freaking run into portals, and you'll freaking go into the others. Like, it's just a – like, everything you could imagine is in this game and how you blow a person up. And then sometimes it will drive you insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, we have uh, – this sounds like crazy. Uh, Twisted Metal, which was talked about earlier today at work, actually. Um, this next game is called Gunbrella, which just has Matt Souza's name written all over it. Uncover the. It comes out for Switch and PC on September 13th. Uncover the dark secrets of a gritty, tangled metropolis and battle battle diabolic diabolic villains with your trusty Gunbrella, a bulletproof brawly that doubles as a firearm. It's a side scroller, like oh I God. said. It sounds like a. Did you say tingly something? Did you say tingly? Battle Diabolic Villains. 
That's all I thought you said gritty tingly. I thought that's no. what Oh, well, so basically this is just a game about a badass gun is what it yeah. sounds like. Your gunbella. I love it. That's great. Love it. Um, the next one, which I'm sure you'll give me shit for, is uh, Pokemon of Scarlet and Violet, um, their first DLC, The Hidden Adventures of Area Zero, The Teal Mask. Did you say Pokemon? Yeah. Mm. Um, we get Pokemon re-added, new Pokemon added, new story. I still need to beat Scarlet. That's uh, been on my to-do list. We'll go from there with that, but yeah. I've never understood the whole Pokemon phenomenon. Ah, I, just, I, I, I think it's like a generational it, thing. They're not into it. it oh, it's 100% generationally, for sure. So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're already halfway through the month, Sean, and we've had some, some bangers, and it's only, you know, we're only going to get better because we have a game called Ad Infinitium, which uh, is for the PlayStation, Xbox, and the PC. And uh, when reality is a nightmare, nightmares become real. In the psychological horror game, you fight the terrifying creatures invading your mind. Can you save your sanity? Well, I like that. Uh, the sound of that sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds amazing, right? Yeah, like, it sounds amazing, yeah. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah, sign me up for that. Um, so I might have to wait for a review on that one. I swear I needed just a job where I could just play video games the whole time, Sean. Um, the, the next game, also dropping September 14th, is AK Zoldal. The cutest, deadliest, and only top-down roguelike shooter featuring AK-wielding Exodals. Blast your way through the animal kingdom with the arsenal of kick-ass guns, mighty power-ups, and even raise an army of trigger-happy baby Exodals. This sounds like a game where you'll get drunk and just play the hell out of it because it, it's just absurd. A lot um, of violent game, a lot of violent gun uh, themes <laughs> in these releases. Yeah, it's it, and we're about to have a well, this um. This next game sounds like Among Us, Sean, which uh, took off during COVID, where people could play and like you know there was one killer with within everyone else, and that is called a uh, Deceit Two. Ooh, sounds it's, like a sounds like a Skinamax movie. Yeah, it really does. Starring uh, Shannon Tweet. Uh, yeah, Shannon Tweet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, uh, it just comes out on the PC September 14th. It's a six to nine player social deduction horror game where two among you have been infected. While infected due to Game Master's bidding, the innocent must work together to escape the ritual while deducing who is plotting against them. What do you mean so by it, infected? Like, what does that mean? What do you I infected? took it as, it sounds like a horror movie when you get by a zombie and get bit by a zombie and don't tell anyone. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I, I could probably be down with that one. Yeah, that game would actually be, be pretty cool. Um, I wish it was coming out for the PlayStation. But uh, then we have the Crew Motorfest, which... I don't know how this is a obviously a uh, race car game, but it's set in open world Hawaii where you just do like high speed races through building the bustling city of Honolulu off road maps on the ashy slopes of a volcano or Maui. I just added that last part for myself or master the perfect curve for the tracks. I know this has an audience. I haven't been the biggest in the racing games, but you know it seems like a lot of fun. The graphics look great. The cars looked amazing. I so was, we're I good. was in the racing games when I was um when I was younger, like uh, Excite Bike, like the motorcycle games. Like even if I go to like a uh, Dave and Buster's, I'll do the bike and the snowmobile games and some of the racing games because they're kind of cool. But they're more cool to do in those kind of environments where you're actually behind the wheel and sitting in front of like it's like it's not real t- too much fun on like a gaming system for me. Yeah, it's uh, they're hit or miss. Like I remember growing up, I had Crazy Taxi, and we had the wheel, and that was a lot of fun. 
Well, I was into NASCAR, and um, I think, was it N64? I'm trying to remember what game system it was. But anyway, I might have been, but um, I had a NASCAR game, and I fucking loved it. It was a lot of fun because literally the graphics were good, and it was just, if you were into the art of NASCAR, which obviously that ages who I am, and I don't watch NASCAR anymore. Yes, I, I, I used to be, yes. Yeah, but it's um to do a 500-lap video game is pretty fucking intense. Oh my nice. God! You did all that, Jesus, Sean. Yeah, it was a full-on race. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's whew. well. They made the lap shorter. It's not like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't like you were sitting there for six hours doing 500 laps. All right, and that. Uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I, I distracted uh, you with my NASCAR. Wax you you did. Um, we have Thunder Ray which is for coming out for everything. And it's a retro arcade boxing game with a modern twist. Um, it doesn't say what the twists are, but like it says, get ready to throw jabs, hooks, and uppercuts as you face off against a roster and colorful and eccentric opponents. Mm, you'll never beat that Mike Tyson game. No, you won't. I think that's what they're trying to do. And then never, we have, um, for the Switch on September 15th, Batten Kados 1 and 2 HD Remaster. Two JRPGs, Masterpiece Returns, Bat and Kato's, Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean, and Bat and Kato's Origins are back with improved graphics and new features to aid game progression, making them even easier to play. Um, basically, like uh, a long time ago, there was a great conflict between the evil god and the people. After a fierce battle, the people managed to steal off the evil god, but was left behind only a desolate land. Those people chose to abandon the land and live in the sky. So it's like, oh, okay, and that game sounds pretty cool. Um, sounds like another Matt Souza special, to be honest. Yeah. Um, September 18th, we have Gloomhaven, which is out on everything. Experience one of the ta- hardest tactical RPGs, RPG, and lead your band of mercenaries through an unforgiving land where every choice is crucial. Carve your way through terrifying dungeons, dreadful forests, and dark caves filled with horrific monsters to reap your rewards or die trying. Sell your sword to anyone who can afford it. May they be city officials or corrupt cultists. You're paid to get results and not ask questions. Where will you draw all the line? Sounds like a fun just shoot them game. But it's with tactical RPG, I'm a little interested to see where it goes for that. And it sounds like you'll be doing some morally and ethically gray area things. But it's a video game. You know, that's what people say. Um, I always play the good guy in the video games. Like with Mass Effect, I'm always Paragon, never Renegade. Um so this leads us to September 19th, Sean. We are creeping our way through this very slowly but surely. It's called Lies of P. It's just for the PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Mac. Lies of P is a thrilling Souls-like game that takes the story of Pinocchio, turns it on its head, and sets it against the darkly elegant backdrop of the Bella Upoke era. To be honest, Pinocchio's already pretty uh, dark if you don't read the Disney version. Uh, so this is... Uh, I'm interested to see where they go with this. Might have to wait for reviews, but pretty pretty interesting. Okay. And Sean, this is uh remember how I said September was their video games are coming out? Mm. Here's another big one. Mortal Kombat One. Mm. Just coming out on next gen consoles, surprising the PC and the Switch. Um a reborn Mortal Kombat universe created by Luke King. Fuck Mortal yeah. Kombat ushers in a new era of iconic in the iconic franchise, new fighting system, game mode, and of course, fatalities, which Mortal Love Kombat me some games. Sub Zero. 
Yeah, he's my favorite as well. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, then September 19th, Sean, I'm going to get you this video game. It's called You Suck at Parking. It oh, comes I out. suck at parking, so that's, a good, that's very appropriate. It, it comes out for everything, and it says it's the only racing game where your goal is to stop and park your ride is more important than I'm your driving buy it for skills. My kids. I'm going to buy it for my kids. It's a, my, yeah, my old, neither one of my kids can park without using the fucking camera on their cars. Uh, well, yeah, they're going to have to have them do that because. What's it called again? You suck at parking. Oh, that's amazing. I'm going to have to look. I'm gonna have to, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, no, no worries. September 19th. Um, and this game, Sean, uh, if we had an Xbox, would sound like a lot of fun to play like on a Friday night. It's called uh, Party Animals. Just comes out on the Xbox and PC. And it's uh, fight your friends as puppies, kittens, and other fuzzy creatures and party animals. Paw it out. furious to me. <laughs> Paw it with your friends, both online and offline. Interact with the world under under our realistic physics engine. Did I mention puppies? And I just think it sounds like a perfect drunk game, like where you're just beating each other up. It sounds like um, not Brawlhalla, but um, I can't think of the name of it right now. It'll come to me, but just one of those dumb games. Um, so shit. So hey. So can I ask a dumb question? And you can no dumb questions. So I looked up the you suck at parking, right? Yeah. And it says it's on Steam. Is Steam like one of those things that you download the games to kind of deal? Yeah, it's it's PC. Um, oh, so that's for that's only for PC only Steam, right? Yeah, Steam is just PC, and it's just like the um, the gaming part with that because there's an Epic Game Store and a Steam Game Store. And it's just on the Steam Game Store. That's where most games are for PC. But some are on the Epic Game Store as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. Uh, and another big game coming out September 21st. This game has been waited forever for these for uh, for people that love these games. It's called Payday 3. Sorry about that. Did you catch that? Don't worry. No, I'm listening. Uh, yeah, Payday 3 is the much-anticipated sequel to one of the most popular co-op shooters ever. Uh, paid in these games, you plan a heist and execute it. Ooh, it's and, like, like Ocean's like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and like you you can get like different masks and everything, and like. Oh yeah, that's that. See, I I think I'd like that. Yeah, those games are a lot of fun. My old roommate used to play the hell out of that. Um, so I know he's excited for that. And then September twenty sixth, Sean, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which I know you don't know, but this game. You lost Cyber- me at Punk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Cyberpunk 27.7 Phantom Liberty. Now, this was a this is a DLC for Cyberpunk. Now, I'm going to tell you a little backstory about Cyberpunk 2077. It, it came out two years ago, and it was supposed to be like all these people were looking forward to it, but they rushed the release, and it was broken in a lot of ways. Like, complete, like PlayStation removed it from its online store because it was so unplayable. And it got re-added back. Uh, the team behind it started working on it and was able to get it up to speed with what it, basically what it was was promised before. But because they rushed it, it was shit. But this is their DLC. They got everything on track. And, you know, I actually bought the game for $10 and I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's on my to playlist. But now they got the DLC coming out. And, you know, perfect. If you love this game, you're, you're going to want to play it. Awesome. Yeah, and then we have El Paso, El Paso Everywhere, which is for the Xbox and the PC. And this game, I think you would love it. Uh, I'm very familiar with El Paso. So. Yeah, well, this is El, Pal- El Paso Elsewhere. 
It's um, stakes, guns, slow-mo, fight werewolves and vampires in a reality-shifting motel. Oh, fuck Drive yeah. through barricades and escape to grasp the of evil puppets. Destroy the villain you loved. A new third-person love letter to classic shooters. Neo-noir never looks so good. So, wow. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like... Um... God, why can't I think of the name of the movie right now? But you know, the one with Selma Hayek and Quentin Tarantino, the vampire. Till dusk, till dusk. Oh yeah, till for dawn. dusk till dawn, which is a, I can't believe I brain farted because that's like one of my all-time favorite movies. That movie's badass. That game sounds like pretty similar almost. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'm I'm here for it type deal. Um, but I am not drinking uh, anything off of Selma Hayek's toes like they do in it. So. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. All right, and then we have uh, Minko's Nightmark Night Market. It's a narrative. It's coming out for the Switch and PC. A narrative-driven social simulation adventure game that celebrates Japanese culture and invites players to craft whimsical items, eat delicious snacks, and ultimately enjoy all the cats. Not my type of game. It doesn't sound up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you really say enjoy? Wait. Did you did you say enjoys cats? Yeah, that's what it says. And ultimately enjoy all the cats. It's weird. Mm, Um, Sounds sounds a little. uh, Well, I'll shut up. Move on. (laughs) Uh, and then we have My Time at Sandrock, also the 26th. We're ending the month with a bang with all these video games. Travel to the desert community of Sandrock and take on the role of a fledgling builder. Use your trusty tool set to gather resources, construct machines, and turn your rundown workshop into a world old production facility to save the town from the jaws of economic ruin. It sounds like a game sort of like... Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, yeah. That's not for me. Yeah, it's definitely honest. not for me. Me neither. Move on. <laughs> um, and then we have Paleo Pines. Uh, which comes out for everything September 26th. It's uh, Welcome to Paleo Pines, a charming island known for its friendly dinosaurs, quirky townsfolk, and mysterious past. Befriend dinos and lose their help to fix up your ranch and farm crops to create your cozy dino sanctuary. And set out with your companion. Mm. Lucky, is this a, is this a video game island. or is this like a uh, new sci-fi TV show or something? I, I, I mean, I, yeah, eh, it sounds like crappy, like... Like, oh, you, you're friends with the dinosaurs. No, I want the dinosaurs trying to eat me. Yeah, I went to Jurassic Park shit. I want the meat and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Okay, so we're, at least we're aligning on what we don't like. That's good. Yeah, I know. It's it's the first. Um, yeah. And then uh, September 28th, we have Inf- Infinity Strash Dragon Quest The Adventures of Die. That comes out for everything. It's a great name. Uh, the memories yes. of the hero in your hands experience the story of the legendary anime series, and that's really lost me. Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, an exhilarating action role-playing game that combines stunning visuals with the art from the anime and, ma- and manga. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Uh, and then we have Sonic Frontiers, The Final Horizon, which is the final DLC for the Sonic Frontiers game, which includes... Uh, like Sonic these, Sonic? Yeah, Sonic. Like oh, they, I love I I Sonic, too. So. Yeah, I don't think it's... I think it's 3D, not 2D, so it's yeah. uh, interesting. But it, they have... New story, new playable characters, and Tails, Amy, and Knuckles. I have no idea who Amy is. Um, and then we have, uh, it's pretty ironic that we have you on this, Sean. Uh, it's a movie, a uh, vi- video game called Cocoon, not based on the movie. <laughs> um, Amazing. Yes. What, I can't play I can't play as Wilfred Brimley? Or with your diabetes. <laughs> I can't, yeah, can, can I, can I, is it the game about not getting diabetes? Yeah, that's That'd be a great game. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, attack your blood sugar. No diabetes. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's uh, 
from the lead designer of the Limbo game, which was a lot of fun. I know, uh, I think Jacob, Jake Williams played that, but it takes you on an adventure across worlds within worlds. So it sounds like we're getting into the quantum realm. Master world leaping mechanics and solve intricate puzzles to unra- unravel a cosmic mystery. Uh, that comes out September 29th. And to end the month is God, damn, EA... man, that's a lot of video games for one month. That's crazy, man. That's a lot. And, and this is this is a big this is a big game here. Um, EA Sports FC 24, which is football club. They uh, EA Sports lost the rights to FIFA, so this is their um, them saying fuck it, we'll do it live type deal. Um, and they have it with just the football club with the, you know, it's basically if you want to play soccer, it's soccer, uh, you know, it's FIFA. So just enjoy the hell out of it. Those games are a lot of fun to play. The I would never sports, buy it. EA Sports stuff, like that NASCAR game I was referencing earlier, that was by EA Sports. Yeah, that's what they're known for is the sports games. But then they just make the same shit every year, as we can see with Madden. So, um, yeah, it, it was uh, an interesting um release september is a big release for video games like i'm sure uh your kids may be hitting you up for a couple of these games M- maybe your wife will be um well i mean a lot of them i mean i'll be honest with you a lot of them like i guess when you hear the storyline or whatever you're descri- describing them they're very very interesting so it's but again like if you go back to it how much time do you have to play like you probably named like five games and i'm like oh that sounds really badass i i mean you just has time to play all that shit. It's crazy. I know. Right? It, it's absurd. It's absurd. That's why uh, I try to stay away from it because I know the minute I buy one and put it in, I'll be hooked. That's how it yeah. works. Sean's like, sorry, guys. I can't do podcasts. Uh, yeah, playing a video I mean, game, right? Now. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen, but that's why I steer away from it, you know? I, and and probably most of them require way too much thought than my old age is able to ponder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. But no, those are those are some big releases. Uh, Sean, before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, no. First, thanks for having me on. A very untraditional pod for me to do, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, listen, I love talking about the games I played. I also love hearing about the games that are coming out, even though I probably don't play them. The, I, just, I guess how big games have evolved since my time is pretty freaking impressive, so it's really cool to hear. Um, no, I, so uh, I'll plug a couple things. So on on the no so feed uh territorial where um you will be joining me and then i do some solo ones too but for the most part you'll be with me where we pick a feud from the territory days of wrestling and kind of go through it start middle and finish so um there's a couple in the bank um the first one dropped which was about uh, von eric versus jerry lawler uh i did a special one on funk where it was funk versus armstrong from smoky mountain um, another one that'll be dropping soon will be for mid South. And then you and I did one, uh, an all time one that you and I just totally marked out for was Bruno San Martino versus, um, versus Roddy Piper. So that is a really fun pod to do. Um, a lot more to come on that one and really enjoy that one. Um, I'll also, uh, traders of the lost Ark, uh, also here on the pop feed, uh, seems to be coming out at this point, like every six to seven weeks, but, uh, we do enjoy that one where we talk about lost comic arcs. So uh, that one is uh, also one we'd like to do. And then last but not least, over on um, No So, uh, Lincoln of Luchas, where you and I and Logan, uh, along with Jenny and um, Jake, go through the history of Lucha Underground. And um, been a very, very fun watch. Uh, 
the next episode we tape is uh, what is it? I forget what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? The one like the big Aztec one? Warfare. Aztec Warfare, which is we're all watching together. So I look forward to that one. And I definitely has some hot takes. The more I watch uh, Lucha Underground, the more I evolve into some of the Seanisms that I have, and we'll just see how that plays out. But overall, it's a really fun watch, and that's it. Yeah, and I want to, like I said, thank you for being on, Sean. Uh, check out everything on all, uh, all three feeds. Everyone's doing a great job. And don't forget to uh, listen while you play. Give yourself. Dig, dig, digging it, dig, digging it all. Breaking. Dig, dig, digging it, dig, digging it all.